Hello, my name is Shane A. Bassett, film critic, movie analyst, your host for Cine Critique. This is another special edition. If you listen to my top 10 movies of 2021, you might have known, and a lot of people brought this up to me, that it was only nine movies. I did actually put that in the title as well. However, I thought my 10th movie was worth its own podcast. I'll keep it brief, but I did want to talk about No Time to Die in a little bit more detail than I could have in my top 10 podcast. Enjoy. John Barry Orchestra, theme from James Bond, first appeared in the movie Doctor No, of course. And I'm a bit of a James Bond fan, so I was really anticipating No Time to Die. It took nearly two years to get to the big screen. It got delayed and delayed and delayed because of obvious reasons. The uh, situation with the pandemic made a lot of movies get recalled, held back, put on to streaming services. There was a huge amount of money. I think it was Amazon. Yeah. I am confident to say it was Amazon that they wanted to put No Time to Die on their streaming service and they were going to pay this exorbitant amount of money to MGM and to the producers and whoever they want to pay. Universal Studios released released. No Time to Die, but it didn't happen. Universal Pictures put it on hold and kept it to release in cinemas, and thank God they did. We finally got to see it. It was a big hit on the big screen. Uh, You can find it now on Blu-ray, streaming, and so forth. It was the last foray of James Bond 007, as portrayed by Daniel Craig. I'm going to talk a little bit about him. I'm going to talk about the movie. I'm going to talk about the music. I'm going to talk about some of the action sequences. I'm not going to give anything away. So if you have not seen No Time to Die, do not worry. I'm not going to give spoilers away. That is not exactly what I have intentions on doing ever when I talk about movies. I don't want to spoil it for someone who hasn't seen a movie. I don't care if they haven't seen Heather's. They haven't seen The Breakfast Club. That they haven't seen Beverly Hills Cop, Cocoon. I don't care if they haven't seen The Graduate, Lawrence of Arabia. No matter what movie it is, I'm going to talk as if you haven't seen it. And I'm not going to give spoilers away, no matter how old the movie is. So No Time to Die isn't that old compared to those movies I just suggested. However, uh, many have seen it, so they know what I'm talking about. But I will bounce around certain things that happen in the movie without giving it away. Daniel Craig's a great James Bond, in my opinion. I thought he was terrific in all his movies. Quantum of Solace, in particular, is unloved. I get it. It was filmed during a writer's strike. They had to, like, change up stuff, shorten things, I don't know, add stuff as well. 
It was a little bit disjointed, but Quantum of Solace should not be as unloved as it is. Skyfall is still my favourite Daniel Craig James Bond film. No Time to Die would be my second. Quantum of Solace and Casino Royale. Spectre rounding out the five. Spectre's not good. I might have to revisit it, though. I have seen it twice, but I have not seen it for a while. Is Daniel Craig my favourite James Bond? That is a question I get asked a lot. No, he is not. Timothy Dalton is my favourite James Bond. And if you go back to those two Timothy Dalton James Bond films, he is similar in some aspects, in many aspects, to Daniel Craig. And I love that. I want you to know this is nothing personal. It's purely business. Killing me won't stop anything, Sanchez. See you in hell! (laughs) This private vendetta of yours could easily compromise Her Majesty's government. You're going after Sanchez, aren't you? Are you crazy? sound and you're dead. No license to kill is revoked. Effective immediately. In my business you prepare for the unexpected. Problem solved. Ah, that is a little bit of the trailer of License to Kill. One of two Timothy Dalton movies. The other, of course, was The Living Daylights uh, I also liked On Her Majesty's Secret Service with George Lazenby as 007. I thought uh, Aussie, Aussie George, Australian George Lazenby was pretty incredible. And although it was disregarded by many at the time because Sean Connery said he wouldn't play James Bond again, then along came George Lazenby and then Sean Connery played James Bond again after that film. One more time. And diamonds are forever. However, I'm not going to get into the semantics of James Bond films because you can hear it all on the Movie House Memories podcast. Male bonding. Google it. It's quite enjoyable. I just wanted to give my take on No Time to Die. It is an incredible film. It is long. It has some parts in it that Daniel Craig really stood out in. And he does anyway, but his acting is supreme. I think that, amazingly enough, the theme song didn't get talked about enough by Billie Eilish. I'm pretty sure it'll get an Oscar nomination. It may not win. I will decide that when I hear the other four nominations. But uh, her ballad, No Time to Die, is is amazing. And she is the youngest singer, I believe, who has done a James Bond theme, which is iconic. might not be iconic to much of Generation Z. However, it is, and she really packs it in to be a memorable song. I think there's some surprises in this movie that people weren't expecting, and there was also some sadness. There's some really long patches of no action, and that's unusual for a James Bond film, for most James Bond movies. Rami Malek is in it too. He plays, well, I'm going to say a villain. I'm not going to say he's 
the villain. He's a villain. And Remy Malik, Oscar winner for Bohemian Rhapsody as Freddie Mercury. Brilliant, of course. He was in The Little Things recently with Jared Leto and Denzel Washington. I thought that was pretty good. Didn't get a big rap, but I thought it was good. Ben Wishaw, of course, as Q, and uh, Money Penny's played by Naomi Harris. Ray Fiennes is in, is in this as M. He took over from Judy Dench, of course. Uh, Leah Sadu and Anna Diamas, among others. Those last two names, very, very cool Bond girls. There is Lashana Lynch an actor who pops up in this movie that uh, I'm not going to give anything away on her character, but she's also very good. Billy Magnuson is in this. Now, I saw Billy Magnuson in many movies back in the day. And he was also in the TV version of Get Shorty, which went for three seasons, I'd like to say. I think it did. And I thought there'd be a fourth, but there was not. It did go off the rails a bit. It was based on the movie Get Shorty. Didn't have much to do with Be Cool. Jeffrey Wright and Christoph Waltz is in this movie. No Time to Die as well. Yes, I'm all over the place. Billy Magnuson is important in No Time to Die, but I just wanted to mention Get Shorty because that was a good series that disappeared. MGM linked to James Bond. There you go. I love Roger Moore. I grew up in Roger Moore's era and Timothy Dalton's era. Uh, Then along came Pierce Brosnan. Gold, uh, I think Goldeneye is amazing. So he he really hit it out of the park for his first James Bond film. He did some other okay stuff. He did some atrocious James Bond movies too. But there is no bad, 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 like bad, bad, bad James Bond movies. Triple bad. There is not. There is some ordinary ones. There's some, I guess, bad-ish ones. I don't like Goldfinger that much. Is that bad to tell? Well, there's that word again. Is that awful to sort of admit? Thunderball, a little overrated. I like Sean Connery. Come on, don't get me wrong. Dr. No is awesome. You know, I like Diamonds Are Forever as well. Anyway, No Time to Die is in my top 10 movies of 2021. I thought it was an incredible movie experience at the cinema where films are meant to be seen. I am so stoked that it got held back and it got left so we could all enjoy it in cinemas. If you were... Well, it was released in a time where everything was supposed to be okay again, but since things went, you know, terrible after that again. Live and Let Die, that was the first Roger Moore movie. He started with a bang too. Well, For Your Eyes Only... For the record, is my favourite all-time James Bond film. So there you go. People do ask that. Also, people don't like mentioning Moonraker. But why not? Revisit it. It's fun. It's camp. It's fun. It's all over the place. And it was trying to cash in on the sci-fi craze and it was made in 1979. I mean, come on. Special effects. Yes, Star Wars was a couple of years early, a few years early. You had Empire Strikes Back the year after. Uh, Kroll was coming, uh, you had My Science Project, you had all these awesome sci-fi movies at that period. Fantasy was taking off. Anyway, I'll quit while I'm ahead. No Time to Die, 
Thank you very much for listening to this special edition of Cine Critique. My name is Shane A. Bassett. You can find me on social media at movie underscore analyst. Also, drop me a line if you wish via email, shaneadambassett at gmail.com. You can hear me on Triple M around Australia, on radio or online all around the country. You can also hear me on the Nine Radio Network, 2GB, 4BC, 3AW and the affiliate stations on the Nine Radio Network, talking movies and entertainment and whatever else. Thank you very much. A original proper episode of Cine Critique will be coming. And if you love Mickey Rourke, the actor, as much as I do, check out Mickey Rourke Talk, which is a podcast I also do because I just cover his movies because they're all pretty good. Not all of them, most of them. But the actor himself, I adore Mickey Rourke Talk. This is Shane A. Bassett signing off. Uh, The lights are coming up. That red curtain is coming across the silver screen and my popcorn box is fully empty so i better take it out to the trash bye for now enjoy movies on the big screen if not in the comfort of your home bye now but i saw you there too much to bear you were my life, but life is far away from fair Was I stupid to love you? Was I reckless to help? Was it obvious to everybody 